I check, it is May 28, and it is a Thursday. This, on Thursdays, what do I do? I go hang out with my homie, Fusion San Bernardino. And we go walk around. They go every day, so um, they're on it. Um, but we, um, at least my family, or myself, we only have a chance to go once a week. So family that does outreach together stays together. Uh, is you know just that phrase the family that plays together stays together the family that prays together stays together the family that eats together so you just have to have fun together and do stuff uh, so uh, last week I got to bring out my childhood friend Kevin but today uh, by God's grace I get to bring out my little sister because she's here home from Southern for two months so gonna try to hang out with Fusion San Bernardino today. Mic check, mic check, mic check, mic check. Welcome to the Queer Matt Podcast, where we get to eavesdrop on all things going on in the crazy, crazy mind of your youth pastor, Pastor Matt. So, without further ado, let's start listening in on all the conversations. Tune in, chime in, call in, and keep interacting with me. Love to hear your thoughts. So, we are in the one year Bible, uh, John 17, 1 through 26. Um, let me know. What's going on in your noggin, in your head, as we read the one-year Bible together? I'm doing this mostly for me, but mostly so you guys have a secret access to my secret access with G-O-D. It's fun. Um, I don't expect um, uh, too many people to listen to this because I'm actually just doing this for my Sabbath school, so that's like 8 to 10 kids, and I want them to know that their youth pastor reads the Bible and prays every day, and he makes it relevant into his life so he can make it relevant into their life. That's the goal. If I'm doing it or not, you let me knows. Okie dokie, artichokies, reading John 17, 1 through 26. John 17 reads, After saying all these things, Jesus looked up to heaven and said, Father, the hour has come. Glorify your Son so he can give glory back to you. For you have given him authority over everyone. He gives eternal life to each one you have given him. Ooh, this eternal life thing sounds interesting. And this is the way to have eternal life. To know you, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, the one who you sent to earth. I brought glory to you here on earth by completing the work you gave me to do. Now, Father, bring me into the glory we shared before the world began. Continuing on to read. I have revealed you to the ones you gave me from this world. They were always yours. You gave them to me, and they have kept your word. Now they know that everything I have is a gift from you, for I have passed on to them 
the message you gave me. They accepted it and know that I came from you, and they believe you sent me. My prayer is not for the world, but for those who have given me, because they belong to you. All who are mine belong to you, and you have given them to me, so they bring me glory. Now I am departing from the world. They are staying in this world, but I am coming to you. Holy Father, you have given me your name. Now protect them by the power of your name, so that they will be united just as we are. Uh, his whole goal was that they be one house. Interesting. United. During my time here, I protected them by the power of the name you gave me. I guarded them so that no one was lost, except the one headed for destruction, as the scriptures have foretold. Now I'm coming to you. I told them many things, many, 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 many things while I was with them in this world, so that they would be filled with my joy. Oh, the... The goal of the things that Jesus says was to bring us joy. Interesting. I'm going to highlight that. Joy. I didn't see that coming. Now I'm coming to you. I told them many things when I was with them. So the things that Jesus told us. So that they would be filled with his joy. Is that your experience when you read the Bible? That when you read Jesus' words you get joy? That's the point. That was his, his goal. I have given them, them, I have given them your word, and the world hates them because they do not belong to this world, just as I do not belong to the world. I'm not asking you to take them out of the world, but to keep them safe from the evil one. They do not belong to this world any more than I do. Make them holy by your truth. Teach them your word, which is truth. Just as you sent me into the world, I am sending them into the world, and I gave myself as a holy sacrifice for them, so they can be made holy by your truth. Man, I'm reading this, and I'm starting to understand what I'm supposed to do. That's a secret conversation I'll have with you guys later. I'm praying not only for these disciples, but also for all who will ever believe in me through their message. I pray that they will all be one, just as you and I are one. As you are in me, Father, and I am in you. And may they be in us, so that the world will believe you sent me. I have given them the glory you gave me, so they may be one as we are one. I am in them, and you are in me. May they experience such perfect unity that the world will know that you sent me, that you love them as much as you love me. Father, I want these whom you have given me to be with me where I am. They can see all the glory you gave me because you loved me even before the world began. Righteous Father, Abba Father, the world doesn't know you, but I do. And these disciples know you sent me. I have revealed you to them, and I will continue to do so. Then your love for me will be in them, and I will be in them. Okay. The part that's highlighted and probably... um, bolded is found in verse 21 it says i pray that they will all be one just as you and i are one as you are in me father i am in you and may they be in us so that the world will believe you sent me okay so he's asking for 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 the world to believe so there's a lot of things going on here a lot of things going on but for sabbath school i want you to know that as you're reading the words of jesus with me we're not gonna have a bible study we're just gonna read it 
and make some observations. We'll study it later. Um, he says that I'm coming to you. I've told you many things. Jesus told us many things. And why did he tell us then? He says, I told them many things while I was with them in this world so that they would be filled with joy. It's impossible. Most often people have times when they read the Bible, they get scared, they get confused, they get, um, um, they become scholarly and eggheads. Egghead is, is a name for a nerd. I don't expect you guys to understand that. Um, but the whole point of Jesus' words and the reason why he wrote, or we were, we, we've recorded his words in red in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John so that we could have joy. Huh. But then you say, didn't Jesus die on the cross what, and then he rose again? Yes. <laughs> okay. So there's joy here. Uh, the, 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 the closer we listen, the closer we listen to uh, scripture and the still small voice of the Holy Spirit, we will be filled with joy. And the next part I wanted to bring out, observe, because we're not doing a Bible study, we're just making observations, is that I pray that they all be one. And then that's the whole point of what we're doing at One House. Um, I haven't sent you stickers yet, but I want to send you stickers. That's on my to-do list, my mini list of things to do. I'll write that down. Send kiddos stickers. I know you guys like snail mail. I, I like snail mail too. Um, send kiddos stickers. But I need to get all your addresses, and I don't have them right now. And I know some of you guys are scattered all over the place. Anyways, the goal is I want, I pray that they will all be one just as you and I are one. So the purpose of one house is to realize that there is so much um, social injustice, so much divisiveness, so much polarity. That means opposite sides. There's so much disagreements in this world, so much killings and so much violence and racism. There's so much social justice in the world. And I, I heard yesterday, that this is a deep concept for the older kids, that our political system is just, a, it reveals and it's mimicked by our Christian denominational system. Okay, so that's an interesting concept. You guys ever wonder why there's Pentecostals, why there's Lutherans, why there's Baptists, why there's Seventh-day Adventists, why there's Buddhists, and why there's Jewish people and Islamic people? You know, there's so many different types of religions, right? Our goal is at one house is to realize that so many people of so many different perspectives and views can learn from the principles of Jesus and his desire for unity. We could all be one, one, one people. Well, how can people that have different disagreements and different ideologies still be one? So the first thing is, is like we have to understand that it's in a relationship. Um, Jesus says, uh, I pray that they will all be one just as you and I are one. As you are in me and the Father in you. And maybe so that the world will have faith and believe in the God-man, Jesus. The observation that I'm making is that we can have, we can be one and we can be united by understanding the relational quality of Jesus. Jesus abided in his prayer life 
and in scripture. And he knew who he was. He knew he was God's son. He knew what his purpose on earth was to do. He knew from when his strength and power came from. So the observations I'm, I'm seeing is that he's humble. He knows what he's supposed to do. And he's, um, he's willing to do what, it needs to, what needs to get done. Um, I know that's a little kind of an extrapolated com- observation, uh, but it's still an observation under this. And I'll, I'll back up, I'll back up, I'll back off, I'll back off. Jesus' desire is that we are one, that we become united together in spirit and in truth, and that in our own homes and in our own houses, we should make room for a relationship with Jesus. Uh, we should spend time with him by singing songs, by reading our Bible. We should take time when we stretch and when we do our yoga and when we, um, when we exercise. We should be thinking with him and talking with him and saying, Lord, what is it that you want me to do today? Um, um, how can I grow? Um, and how are you growing me? So there are, these, there are these opportunities that you have throughout the day to spend time with Jesus because it's a relationship. So just like your relationships with your moms and your dads and your brothers and your sisters and your friends and your classmates and your people, um, you, can, you, can start to, you, could start to, um, you could start to involve Jesus in a relationship. Just like how you have a relationship with a friend, it's the same way you have a relationship with Jesus. And just like how you have a relationship with your mom and your dad or your auntie and uncle or whoever your caregiver is, um, you need to build a relationship with them. You know, they want you to grow and they want what's best for you. And if they don't want what's best for you, then I want what's best for you. So that is the the trick here. The observation I'm, I'm seeing here is like Jesus wants to have a relationship with you and he wants to be your dad. And he wants to be, or he wants to be your dad. Yeah, period. He wants to be your dad. He wants to be your heavenly father. And um, the best way to bring honor and glory, or the best way to be a good child of God, is to spend time with him, is to make him happy. And when you're not immediately spending time with him, he's proud of you. That what you're doing at work is good. That what you're doing when you're playing is good. And what you're listening to when you're listening to your music, it's good. Um, you and I are children and sons and daughters of God. We were put on here for a purpose, and it's our job to listen to him and walk with him. So that's why I read my Bible. That's why I go on prayer walks. That's why I sing scripture songs, because I want my relationship with Jesus to be really cool. Um, And I want it to grow, and I want us to go deeper in a relationship with each other. And he is a really good father. (laughs) And he hooks it up. Trust me, he hooks it up. He helps you uh, with your homework. He helps you clean your room. He helps you give, gives you wisdom and insight on how you could be a better friend, how you could be a better kuya, how you could be a better ate. He just blesses you all around um, in ways that were once unexplainable, but we're trying to explain them. I'm trying to find the right language and articulate to you guys and gals at your level and at my level that there are levels, (laughs) that there are so many ways to 
um, to have a relationship and uh, let's learn how we could have a quality relationship with each other and a quality relationship with Jesus. I went long today. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I have so much to say. But just like Jesus said, I've told them many, many, many things when I was with them in this world so that your joy, that you may have joy. So it's my hope and prayer that um, you read your Bible, pray every day, and grow with me so our Sabbath school can be more fun, our church can be more fun when we get back together after COVID, and um, we continue to do more cool stuff and fun stuff for our community and for ourselves and for others. Um, that's the name of the game, and I'm sticking to it. All right, on to the Psalms. No more Psalms. Let's just do. Uh, let's just use the Book of John, and I'll do Psalms in another way. Okay, I'm gonna start narrowing down the focus. Welcome to the Korea Matt Podcast, where we get to eavesdrop on all things going on in the crazy, crazy mind of your youth pastor, Pastor Matt. So, without further ado, let's start listening in on all the conversations. Tune in, chime in, call in, and keep interacting with me. Love to hear your thoughts.